The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you for the next three hours. No Johnny Hill. He's out the entire week. He's down in Mobile covering the Senior Bowl this week, which has been fun. Uh, Senior Bowl practice on, I saw it on yesterday on NFL Network. Today it's been on um, ESPNU and ESPN2, so it's been fun to watch. Um, He's also, if you want more coverage, he's been posting on his social media accounts um, a lot of stuff down there, so go check that out. Uh, But we got a lot to get to today. Game day again for the Memphis Tigers as they're back at home um, for uh, a game against Rice tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll talk a lot about that. We'll talk a lot of basketball today. A really good night in college hoops last night. Some really intriguing games. Um, So we'll talk a lot of basketball uh, in the next three hours. But Brett, how are you this afternoon? Brian, I'm great on this last day of January. What a beautiful date. Not as warm as yesterday, but still very nice. Now think about our, our temperature big swing. So it was roughly two weeks ago today that for a long time that morning it was one degree. <laughs> for the sake of math, let's say right now it's around 51 degrees. Okay. So 50 degrees warmer. Crazy. What if in the summertime we went from 71 day to 120? Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> no, n- never would happen. The, the swings to the cold are always much more dramatic than the swings to the high. And this morning, I don't know why, but I stopped on, I guess to get dumber, I stopped on the Today Show, ah. and they were doing a big feature story on record cold this winter in. But, oh, I don't know. Where? Alaska. Oh, how about that? <laughs> There's some breaking news, isn't it? <laughs> it's cold in Alaska, Brett. <laughs> I really turned it on there to see Mr. Roker cooking, but ah. I, I was disappointed. What did he so cook I had, today? But, but I, I kid. <laughs> but good, good Lord, to do a story yeah. on cold in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, tell me something I don't know. But uh, and it's 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 never approached being one twenty here. No. Hottest I ever remember was a hundred eight in the hottest summer ever, nineteen eighty. Wow, hundred and eight. That's uh, that's pretty toasty. But no, it's a beautiful day outside today. Um, and uh, I was sitting outside earlier and and just kind of enjoying it, especially after all of that cold that we had to deal with. Um, and now this is this is pretty nice. It' pretty nice. Now, a little bit cooler than yesterday, sure. but going to stay nice the rest of the weekend. Tonight, for people wanting to go downtown and go to the Tigers game, really, you know, much more comfortable than it was on the on the night of a few weeks ago. I think mm-hmm. two weeks to the day. Yeah. Incur- encouraging. Huh. John Hart just texted me. It's cold in the last. Sure is. Yeah. That's, that's right, John. Huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's funny. But, but, you know, encouraging people not to go tonight. Yep. We're encouraging people to go. And on the night we're encouraging people to go, it might be less people there than on the night we were encouraging people not to go. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the attendance looks like and, and how many people show up. I know they're doing a lot. This is their, their throwback game tonight that they're kind of selling it as and they're doing a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of stuff, kind of throwback style stuff. So, so um, t- tonight's the night that if, and, and I haven't in a long time, but if I slipped and said huh. Memphis State, oh, you'd be I fine. Don't, I, I don't, I don't get hate text. No, 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 you'd be, you'd be perfectly fine today because it is, uh, it is Memphis State. I'm pretty sure they're wearing their Memphis State uniform, which I love. Back. They've got, uh, I think, and when I have slipped in the past, it's only because it was all I knew for right, so long. Right, it was never anything. It, 
defamatory. Right. Yeah, I think they uh I think they are the like game program today is like a throwback game program where it's like one from back when Larry Finch was the oh, head I coach love. and it's Penny Hardaway kind of with the same same style yeah. of, of what Larry Finch's was. So I think I saw fun. a graphic that was kind of trying yeah. to be uh, I'm, sure you uh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you did. They're doing a lot of throwback 90s. stuff. Nineties, um, because so, uh, Penny was in nineties, yeah, 90, yeah, 91, so, 92, 93. Uh, so it should be a fun atmosphere tonight, and and hopefully the Tigers can can bounce back three in a row. We know uh, how important this game now becomes at home. Um, we're going to do Tiger bankroll later in the show, but it's been jumping around between about fourteen and fifteen all day, um, and so it's a it's a big line, and and we'll see what the Tigers can do at home tonight. You, you know the great. I know, I know you've seen it because they they reprised it after Penny got the job of like the the big size, like it's like it's a penny yes. with, with his his picture yes, on it, yes. like instead of Abraham Lincoln, uh-huh. the sports infor- assistant sports information director at the time, but he did basketball was a great guy named Mark Owens who mm-hmm. left here to go to Middle Tennessee, and I think he's still there. But he did that and 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 gave those out kind of as. Publicity, I think, for the second year for Penny, for National Player of the Year, th- th- things like that, and I, I, I saved mine. And there hadn't been many times that I have violated this, but you know, in in, in the media world, and, and th- this is true because you, you you really shouldn't for a couple reasons because you got you got access nobody else has, and they don't want to be bothered by you. And, but I, I have violated it two or three times, and I got mine autographed. Oh wow! By, by, by and, and and he and he autographed it, Anthony Hardaway. Wow! And it's somewhere, and I can't find it. <laughs> but Mark Owens is the one that came up with that r- really creative idea. And yeah, there've been some great stuff out of that uh, University of Memphis Sports Information Shop. You know, Jennifer Rodriguez. Everybody lovingly, affectionately mm-hmm. called her J Rod. She did the car. The, yeah. the NASCAR for right. D'Angelo. Yeah. I didn't get one of those. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I loved the race car for D'Angelo. I had a little like, uh, like model of it when I was uh, younger. So that was that was my favorite for sure. But but that that was a that was a big hit when he did that and 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 you know and, and for a great player that tonight faces a, a a really big game. The Tigers are they're 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 going to beat Rice tonight. I I don't I don't know if they I don't know if they have to. Roll it up on them, but we know what likes blowouts. The net does, Brett. The net yeah. does. That's right. And uh, the the Tigers have been slipping in in you know, all sorts of metrics, but net has been one of them. And we saw that jump that they had after that huge second half against Wichita State um, a couple weeks back. Uh, and so if they can do something similar to that and come out with energy, come out with intensity, and keep that foot on the gas for the full forty minutes and look up in in you know a twenty five point win or something like that, that would be that would be a a pretty big boost to the to the net. It, it would be, and tonight Rice will play as 248 in the net. The Tigers at 68 in the net, but still in all the bracketology. And I, I said yesterday, starting next Monday, we'll start our, our visits with Shelby Mass yep. from bracketwag.com. Today, Shelby did a kind of a complete scrub, and he's got the Tigers as an eight. Okay. Yesterday, a seven. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I don't. I didn't see the Tigers lose last night. I don't <laughs> know why. Why I dropped, but whatever. We'll get him to explain yeah. that. And I know other teams played. No, other teams won, and it has Ole Miss as an eight, and that's what they were yesterday mm-hmm. after a win. Wow, interesting. So yeah, I'm excited to uh, to start talking brackets 
with Shelby uh, next week. It's, it's always fun getting his insight. I'm also excited. You know, later we'll talk to Kevin Sweeney, and, and he hosted um, for the Field of 68 yesterday or a couple days ago. I think Monday their bracket show, and their bracket had Memphis as a nine seed playing St. John's, and so I, I'm, I'm yeah. curious so to hear in that uh, neighborhood. Yeah, in that eight nine uh, yeah. neighborhood. So I'm curious to hear Kevin what they said on on that show of, of Memphis being a nine seed. The net loves them some Tennessee, don't they? They sure do. And, uh, and they, Tennessee can do no wrong in the net. They, they, <laughs> they score 59 and lose yeah. at home to a really good South Carolina really team, team. But yeah. it was at Thompson Bowling, yeah. and they only mustered 59 points. Mm-hmm. And Dalton Connect had 31 of those. Yeah. And they dropped one spot in the net from four to five. How about that? Yeah, uh, it, it's it's interesting to look at how um, the net deals with different things, and and I did not know about that. I'm just now learning about that. That is shocking. Um, but really, for South Carolina, might be uh, in terms of resume wise, on paper, metric wise, might be the win of the year. I mean, getting a road win sure at Thompson be. Bowling against this Tennessee team was a massive, massive win. I mean, a, a 14 point. Uh, dog, I think something like that in that neighborhood, fourteen, fifteen, um, and going in there and getting the outright win, and really it wasn't like you know they just went down and, and sank a last second shot. No, no, I they mean, they, controlled. they controlled that game. Very impressive. They they sure did. They they controlled uh, mo- most of that game, most of the night, and they they were the better team, mm-hmm. and 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 they got got the win. I I never thought Tennessee was coming back. Did you? No, 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 no. no. Even I think late it was uh it was it got close. Tennessee got really close, and maybe like a three or four point game with about three minutes left, and it just never seemed to me at least because it seemed like every time South Carolina got the ball, they were extending that lead. They'd make a shot, and anytime you know uh, Tennessee got in striking distance, um. South Carolina had an answer, and it was really impressive. B.J. Mack, who uh, I, he didn't lead the team uh, in scoring, but had a really good game. The transfer from uh, Wofford uh, has been really good for South Carolina. It was just a, it was a fun game to, to watch South Carolina. I haven't seen a ton of South Carolina this year, um, and so really fun to see what Lamont Paris has done over there. Yeah, I hadn't watched them that closely. Going to see a lot of them over the next little bit because a, a week from last night they will play Ole Miss, and that will be a real yeah. big Net bracket mm-hmm. seed line type game. It's not the end all be all, but it'll be. And, and, then, and then I think they meet again in in, in Oxford yeah. and Ole Miss with the big win last night over Mississippi State and and really one of the the, the better games I've watched yeah. this year, regardless yeah. of the outcome. That that was a great fun game to watch. Yeah, a really really good game, a really uh, back and forth game, and uh, a great atmosphere for Ole Miss last night. I mean, that's what jumped out to me is what Chris Beard is building with his success on the court and the students. The fans, they're responding, and and I have not seen. It's been um, a really long time I've seen an Ole Miss uh, home atmosphere like that for basketball. That's the great point. In a long time, it can be done. Yeah, It's been done, but it's been in fits and starts, mm-hmm. and it's always hard to sustain it yeah. and keep building on it. I mean, you know, way back when Bob Weltlick with Sean <laughs> Tui and Elston Turner and, sure. and, and, and some really great players – Kind of got the modern era going, yeah. you, you know. Win and then and, and kind of have the you know it would yep. recede a little bit and then win. Uh, Rob Evans, you mm-hmm. know, just the great job he did with Keith Carter as a player, and then it kind of settles back down. Yeah. And and now for Chris Beard and Chris Jans, both yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been it's been done more consistently mm-hmm. at Mississippi State through the years. Heck, sure. they went to a Final Four yeah. in 1996 with Richard Williams, and even had other. Really good coaches before and after mm-hmm. uh, Richard Williams. Kermit Davis Senior was a was a, a, a good good coach at Mississippi State. Yeah. Babe McCarthy was a great coach mm-hmm. a million years ago at State. And they've they, they've they've had others, 
But State has done it much more consistently than Ole Miss, and it feels like this time is the is the coach and the time to maybe have that consistency and have that kind of crowd yeah. that was truly an uh, close to an impossible ticket, mm-hmm. certainly full and electric atmosphere for that kind of game. And and today with it, with that win last night, Ole Miss now with three losses on the, out of three hundred sixty two teams in college basketball. Only six teams wow. with less losses than Ole Miss. Holy there are yeah. six two-loss teams. Huh. Houston, UConn, Purdue, Utah State, McNeese, and Grand Canyon. Wow. Wow. That's a real, really good group to be in. I mean, and, and, I mean, that's impressive. If you had told me any point during the non-conference slate that Ole Miss would be sitting this far into conference play um, with only three losses on the season. I would have said you're crazy, and uh, it just I would have too. Shows how much this team uh, is buying into what Chris Beard is selling, and and they're getting better. I mean, you can see it if you go back to some of those non-conference games. Just did not look great. Was really just kind of getting there by the skin of their teeth, and uh, you know now they're they're improving each and every game. But even in that non-conference, you know the narrow escapes, getting off to the Big start and the upset win over Memphis. Mm-hmm. Even with that, I still thought, get me to 10 league wins. Yeah. Got to get to 10 and 8. Yeah. Brian, I'm still around that. Yeah. Because no, the, ske- no, yeah. the schedule is, re- is really brutal. Yeah. I mean, Auburn, Saturday, yeah. South Carolina, <laughs> at South Carolina, at Rupp. No, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that, it doesn't get easy. And that's kind of life in the SEC right now is 10 uh, 8 goes a long way. It, it does. Cause, cause I, I'm thinking around, 13-5, maybe 14-4 will be the yeah. one. Yeah. The two will probably be one less than that, 13-5 yeah. or, mm-hmm. or 12-6. The three and four will probably be 11-7, 12-6 and tiebreakers and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Around 10 or 11 could be that five seed. Well, that gets you a bye mm-hmm. until – well, you know, you play on Thursday. You play mm-hmm. on Thursday as the five. Right. Right. So the top four get the the buys till Friday. Yeah, I mean that'd be that'd be huge, and and I think uh, it's still there. But like you said, it's it's never easy in SEC play, and it's going to be a really really tough stretch uh, coming up over these next three or four games. And and that will be in my my always trying to get people to get the terminology right. With a bracket, that's exactly what it will be. Uh-huh. It will be a bye. That's right. You don't say an open date. Uh huh. That's right. That's in right. basketball, when you have a bracket, <laughs> an open date is in yes. football when you're not playing because there's no brackets. You're yeah. not buying. That, yeah, that's not that's not a buy. Yes. It, and and I, I don't care how many people say it, it still doesn't make it right. <laughs> it's still wrong. Yeah. No. But uh, some good games in the SEC tonight, and uh, you know it's just going to be tough. I mean, even this game, um, and I, I'm sure we'll get to it later. It might be even where I beam to tonight. But you know, Alabama on the road at Georgia is not going to be easy for Alabama. You know, Georgia is, is an improved team, and I think that just shows from really top to bottom, you know, you can never take a night off in the SEC. I don't think it's a the best conference in college basketball. I don't even know if I'd say it's top two, top three conference in college basketball, but uh, it is it is a test every single night. Yeah, I, I'm, I am not making it a case for it to be the top, and no. I'm not second. I think I probably could take up the third debate yeah. But I don't know how easy that debate would be, but it's good. Sure. It, it's, it's, really, it's real good. And tonight for Georgia, it's a perfect night, if, if any coach would ever dare mention it, for Mike White to go into his locker room and, got, and say, guys, all these bracketologists, and, and you know, we're 78 and net, and we're not in over Charlotte at 96. <laughs> we got work to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do. You you Charlotte. Have... <laughs> Charlotte. Oh, we'll see him in a couple weeks, Brett. I mean, get ready for them. They're coming. So who knows if they'll still be top of the American then, but they're coming. Uh, but let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. 3.30, uh, we'll talk Tigers and their game tonight against Rice. We'll also have to get to Tiger bankrolls. The Tigers looking to uh, get back in the win column after three straight losses. They'll have that opportunity tonight at 7 o'clock. And we'll, and we'll see. Hours. We'll have our picks. We'll, yeah. we'll see what you pick. Johnny Hill has sent his pick. I'm going to give it, it away a little, little, a little bit of a spoiler <laughs> just because of the points. He got the Tigers winning the game because Whew. the points, he, he's got rice. If you go against the Tigers, it'll be the old saying during during Watergate. When when Nixon lost Cronkite, uh-huh. he lost the rest of the country. <laughs> if the Tigers lose you and Johnny, it, it, it's been lost. Yeah, yeah. I've said that. I have, I have some friends that I've told people if, if – if, Tigers losing them. It's not good right now. Um, and, uh, so it's a, it's a big game tonight. We'll make our picks, uh, in our, in this next segment at 3.30. 3.45, we'll talk some Grizzlies and NBA. Some really interesting things going on in the NBA and the Grizzlies. They're back in action, um, with a back to back, uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Four o'clock, Blake Lovell, uh, will join us, talk some SEC, uh, and some college basketball from SEC 14, um, over on YouTube. Go check that out. And on Twitter, uh, Blake Lovell does a great job covering basketball in the SEC. So we'll talk a lot of what happened last night in the SEC and also just this season in general. 4.30, we'll get into some NFL talk as we're just counting down the days until the Super Bowl. 4.45, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Kevin Sweeney, who joins us every single Wednesday from CBB Central, will join us to talk more college basketball. 5.30, we'll get to what's trending. And at 5.45, we'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Todd. Taco Bell Crunch Time. Let me remind you, we're sitting in our family leisure studio where family and fun come together. Get over there for the floor model sale. All floor model patio sets are priced to move. Wicker sofa set, under $2,000. Closeout patio cushions, as low as $25. Pool tables, under $1,500. Theater seating, under $2,000. Four-person hot tub, now under $5,000. Infrared and traditional steam saunas, 25% off. Get ready for summer and purchase your above-ground pool now to get first in line for installation and that special financing it's still available over at family leisure 2120 Witten road just north of i-40 brian and brett it, w- with you from now until six o'clock we want you to be a part of our show at 901-360-8255 we're here until six we're going to talk a lot of basketball a lot of grizzlies some nfl super bowl with the off week ready for the really for the chaos that will start next week in in Las Vegas. We want you to join us at 901-360-8255. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. Great offers on all 2024 models and always special leasing options. The one and only Lexus dealership in town. You can call them at 901-334-9673. And you can drive in luxury and confidence knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by today at Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2024 flagship LS500. You'll be looking, you'll be driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design. They make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing, experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day.
Well, Brett, my top story of the day is the Tigers. They're back at home tonight against Rice. Uh, after that loss in Birmingham on Sunday against UAB, it's now three losses Back to back to back, three in a row. I don't think uh, really anybody saw that coming this year, especially in conference play. Yeah, maybe in non-conference when they had those three straight games against top 25 opponents. Maybe you could understand three straight losses, but conference play is a different story. And right now, this team looks lost. They don't look connected between the teammates from team and coach. It just looks like um, a lot of issues. We we talked a lot last week about this week off and how would this team respond. We thought, at least I thought, that they would respond positively, that defensively they would be more locked in, more engaged than they had been in the weeks prior. But it was the exact opposite. I thought uh, very lazy defensively, not getting back, walking back, jogging back, loafing back, whatever you want to call it. They were not getting back defensively and giving wide open opportunities. And we're not talking in the opening minutes of the game against UAB. We're talking second half late in the game when the Tigers are down and trying to get back into it, just not coming up with stops because of execution, because of effort. So tonight, they're back at home against a Rice team that is just bad. They're not very good. Uh, Kim Palm ranks them the 228th team in college basketball, 7-13 and on the season, only one win in conference play, uh, and that was three games ago against Temple on the road. They don't shoot the ball from three well, so Brett, you know what that means? They're going to have a career night tonight shooting the three against the Tigers. Uh, now, they do have one player that is intriguing, Max Fiedel, who, uh, Fiedler, excuse me, who uh, is second in the country in offensive rebound percentage this year. Um, so something to keep an eye on because we know this Tiger team has struggled uh, grabbing boards. And so especially uh, on the offensive glass, when we talk about second chance opportunities for Rice, he will be a big factor. He also leads the team in assists. So a, a big that can uh, facilitate and, and work the ball around. Uh, definitely a guy, uh, he'll be out there number 15 to keep an eye on for Rice. But this should be a fairly easy game for the Tigers. Tigers have made a lot of big men and a lot of three-point scores look yeah. great this year. Made Yaxel Rose from Guns N' Roses look like Lakeem <laughs> Olajuwon right. right. Sunday. My top story, biggest game of the year is tonight mm-hmm. for Penny Hardaway and the Tigers. Yeah, it's that big. A huge favorite against one of college basketball, if not the worst college basketball history ever against Rice. They have no history. Tigers should win. If they don't, there will be no explaining it away. Last NCAA tournament appearance for Rice, 1970. Whoa. Only four ever, 1940, 1942, 1954, and 1970. Their 53-year drought is the sixth longest since the last appearance in the tournament. Last NIT was 2005. Last NIT win was 1993. The only NIT win was in 1993. Two NC tournament wins ever, and they both were in the zany loser bracket that we used to have in (laughs) down regional bracketing. (laughs) Wow. Well, Brett, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't know if I count NCAA tournament appearances that happened in the 40s. Uh, it just seems like uh, way too long ago. I don't know if I can the count NC, those. The, the NCAA <laughs> does. Here are the teams that are ahead of them in long streaks. Dartmouth, 1959. Went to the Final Four that wow. year, Dartmouth. Tennessee Tech, 1963. Bowling Green, 1968. Columbia, 1968. Seattle, 1969. And Seattle played about 20 years moving to NAIA yeah. before moving back to <laughs> Division One. 
and Rice wow. in 1970. No, not a great ne- group to be in. Rice has never had a thousand point score. Is that right? That is right. That is hard to believe. Wow. Not top story of the day. Well, that that nugget right there could have been my not top story of the day because that is incredible that a program has never had a thousand point score. I mean, I, I got into it last night and knew they were bad. <laughs> witnessed the futility for oh, too geez. long in the Southwest Conference and was stunned. It makes their football history look <laughs> like Southern cows. Wow, wow, that is that is incredible. Well, if you want to see that history tonight, FedEx Forum, seven o'clock. I mean, wow. Uh, my- and you know, if, if if there are any Rice fans in town, we just made the whole carload of a mad. Oh, that's right. Because well, it's one carload. You know, I was about to say, Brett, I'll, I'll, I'll risk that. You know, I'll take it. Whatever. Uh, but my not top story of the day, I'm stick with college basketball. The night we had last night was really, really fun. It started with a 5.30 tip, South Carolina versus Tennessee. And this South Carolina team, uh, especially lately, has been really, really impressive. A 63-59 to victory uh, for South Carolina over Tennessee. We talked about it a little bit before, but I saw this number, and I wish I had it. Uh, South Carolina right now is holding opponents something like 18 and a half points under their points per game average. So defensively, South Carolina is playing great basketball. We saw it last week when they played uh, Kentucky. And Kentucky right now, or at least before the game, was like second in the country in points per game, averaging something like 88.9 points per game. And uh, and South Carolina held them um, to a low output. Last night, same thing for Tennessee. Dalton Connect was unbelievable. He's been great all season long. But outside of that, they really did not get much from anybody, especially their bench. Only eight points from the bench. And that's something I'm noticing around college basketball. You're seeing a lot of these top 10, 10 or top 25 teams, I should say, rely so heavily on their starters and not get a ton of production from their bench unit. So a really good game uh, and win for South Carolina. The other big game from last night was the win for Georgia Tech at home against North Carolina. Brett, if you remember about 22 hours ago, I beamed to Atlanta, Georgia for Georgia Tech and North Carolina and said that this was going to be an intriguing game because Georgia Tech has is better than their record looks and that they are getting better under uh, first-year coach um, and, and former Memphis assistant Damon Stoudemire, and they played really well last night. A 74-73 to win over North Carolina. Now that brings Georgia Tech to 10-11 and on the season, only 3-7 and in ACC play. But listen to these three wins in conference. North Carolina last night, Duke, and Clemson. Those might be the three best wins in the ACC conference. It might be, and, and, and you're right about the depth out there. This is hard to ask of anyone, but tell me somebody that's really eight, nine players mm. deep. Uh, ooh, I, I, I looked into that actually over the week, and then you bring that up. I think on Saturday I only saw one team actually run out in eight-man rotation. It is, you, it is very few. You're seeing these box scores really condense the minutes. I mean, it's usually about five or six guys yeah. with double-digit minutes. You know, some with, you know, 20 plus minutes, but, uh, you know, just the idea of 10, 11, 12 man rosters, yeah. it's just, it's just stuff to talk about in September when it's sure is. pointless and mindless. Yep. My not top story. Chris Beard should be in the mix for national coach of the year talk to go along with SEC coach of the year talk, but so should Lamont Paris at South Carolina. With those, th- those two were really the big stories last night in college basketball. Chris Beard in year one, and he is getting it done. Uh, Lamont Paris in year two at South Carolina. 
you have to keep winning Ole Miss Saturday against Auburn and Oxford, next Tuesday against South Carolina in Columbia, then at Kentucky, South Carolina this weekend at Georgia, then at home against Ole Miss, and then home against Vandy. Both are playing for four or five seed range for Nashville. Both are playing for six, seven, eight seed range nationally. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the SEC is really heating up, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch some of these teams and, and the teams that are kind of on that seven, eight, nine range in terms of bracket and see them fight it out against each other because it's not going to be easy for any of them. But that'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Tigers game tonight against Rice, 7 o'clock tonight at FedEx Forum. We'll do that next on Sports Time. You already know you can listen to Sports 56 anywhere with the Sports 56 app or at sports56whbq.com. But you can also watch us daily with live video of all of our shows on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back in to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios. And tonight, Tigers back in action at home. FedEx Forum, 7 o'clock against newly uh, AAC member and our old buddy, Rice. They're back in town and our first time seeing them in any sport. Brett, I'm sure everybody will be down there and uh, have a warm welcoming for them. Well, if it's a tough ticket, we got room for you. That's right. We sure do. We've got uh, two tickets and a parking pass tonight for Memphis Rice. If you want to go cheer on the Tigers team to uh, a victory, uh, we've got that courtesy of Sissy's Log Cabin. Our friends over there at Sissy's, they've been so nice to us and, and have provided a lot of Tiger tickets this year. So we'll take first caller if you want to go to the game tonight FedEx Forum 7 o'clock see the Memphis Tigers like I mentioned earlier it's a throwback game I think they're giving out t-shirts before the game I know they're doing a bunch of stuff for this throwback game so if you want to go down there tonight um, and see the Tigers in action first caller uh, we'll take it now uh, call in and get these tickets there's somebody right there, yeah. boom, just like that. The, the parking place in and of itself it, it is worth it and a great night to get out. And thank you so much to Sissy's Log Cabin, the official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers, and we appreciate them. And you can stop by and see them during the Valentine season for your loved one or someone that's very special to you, and look at the people that want the tickets. Okay, great. We're glad you want them. Uh, no, no need to call anymore. Bryant, Bryant's tied up. He's going to have to get with the person that wins and get the tickets through him how we do tickets now. And I couldn't begin to do that without Bryant. There's no way I can do it. I'm always shocked when they show up in my Apple wallet when I've hit all the right buttons and I have the tickets. But tonight, the Tigers with that 68 net, on the court against Rice with the 248 net in a game that speaks for itself with what has happened the last few games out. But get righted tonight. Get Work a lot of things out. I, I was texting with a Tiger friend of mine earlier today. Tonight and Saturday against Wichita is get well and get well at home. Never n- never mind what, what has been said. Never mind what the rankings are. Win these games against Rice and Wichita State. Go on the road to Temple. 
road in any conference is, is to be valued and then get back home and pay Tulane back and then kind of reset your season before the, the, the two games in the Dallas area against North Texas and SMU. I, I will say now, win these games, I just want to split out of those games yeah. in, in the, in the Dow, in the Metroplex against North Texas and SMU. Just get a split. I think over SMU would have more cachet. It sure would at the net sure. for what that's worth. And I guess as much as we talk about it, it's got to be <laughs> worth something. If it's not, why are we talking about it today much? Yeah. But SMU 38 at the net and now you look back and that win over them 61-59 that we thought was dodging a bullet, getting lucky. That's a really good win. Yeah, no, you are you are absolutely right. A huge win and the way they won it was uh, you know, had to have it. And uh but a good win when you look back at it and when you look at those two games, they're both going to be tough and uh, you look at this North Texas team and I think surprising some people and uh you know, we talk so much about, you know, Texas Tech. We talked about them a couple times this year and Grant McCaslin who came from uh oh, North Texas. North Texas mm-hmm. and and we know the defense that he runs at at uh Texas Tech brought that with them from North Texas and I believe they made an interior hire um Ross Hall, uh, Hodge who's their head coach now, I believe he was on staff uh, at North Texas before he was named the head coach. And, Brian, uh, I, don't, I don't know that you can vouch for me, but I can okay. get people in the Ole Miss world that could vouch for me. I wanted Grant McCaslin when they hired Kermit Davis. Oh, wow, yeah. Wanted it bad. And then when it was going the wrong direction for Kermit at Ole Miss, that was always my answer yeah. for the right guy. I fell in love with him that one year he was at Arkansas State. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I promise you, I, I could get people to vouch for me. And, and, and I, Now, one thing I missed on him is I thought he was super young coach. He's not. He's about, no. I want to say Grant McCaslin's about 51 or 52, isn't Let, he? Let's see how old he is. He he does have a kind of a baby face, though. He's 47. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, but, he's, man, that's not he's old. No, that's, that's not, not old. old. But, but, but that's not you know, that's, no, that's, that's not. That's not Josh here in first no, head coaching exactly, job at thirty six. Exactly. Yeah. No. You can, there, there are much younger coaches um, in college basketball, but you can see this North Texas team still has a lot of that defensive mentality. Defensive first. We're just going to make this, you know, forty minutes of hell for the other team, and, and that's carried over to their new head coach. And so, you know, they're going to make it difficult defensively. And then you got that game, and then you got to turn right around and play SMU. I mean, those are those are that's a tough back to back. Tonight starts on the defensive end for the Memphis Tigers, and that was the, that was the cornerstone of what Penny Hardaway has built and what he believes in and what he knows wins championships. Mm -hmm. It starts on, on defense. You don't, you don't know when you're going to have that, that three point night like you had at Wichita State. Right. I didn't, I didn't say lucky. You just had your night. Sure. You don't know when you're not going to have it. You, you know when you're going to have defense. Getting low and guarding somebody is every night. It's, it's got, it's got to be, it's got to be ingrained in you, and th- the Matador defense is what has caused mm-hmm. all this angst. Yeah, no, defense has been really, really poor, and, and you know, if you go and, and you look at a lot of the numbers, this is by far the, the worst defensive team Penny Hardaway has had since he took over, and, and I think, um, you know, a lot of people earlier were saying this is the, the worst defense he's had since his first year, because I think he was in like the 
low 50s, maybe even maybe even high 60s that first year. But now you look on, on Kim Palm and adjusted defensive efficiency, sitting at 87 right now, and that is by far. I mean, there were some of those years top five, number one in the country defensively, and th- that just has not carried over to this team. And it's a lot of miscommunications, a lot of just that Olay defense and, and guards driving by and getting to the rack, and uh, it's been a real problem this year. And and then not not somebody on the back end, you know, we we're we've all praised, and I think properly, Malcolm Dandridge yeah. and his role this year. But his his stat line Sunday was not great. No, no, and uh, I mean nobody's stat line was was great on Sunday, and uh, but he's you know he has been one of those guys that you can look to and and say okay he's going to have a, uh, a a good day, and so uh, you know hopefully he can continue to bring that because they they need that, and maybe I was talking to John earlier today when you look at on the other side and you've got a guy that is second in the country in offensive rebounds and grabs almost you know double digit rebounds a game. This might be a game where you look down the the bench and and you call on Jordan Brown early and and see what he can give you because you yes. know he can give you rebounding. And, and if nothing else, I don't mean this mean, but last line of defense, if that guy goes in, you put him on his backside. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you, and got, you know who did that Penny's first year? If they broke if they broke through to the glass, uh, Mike Parks. Oh yeah, oh. Brent, I could go through some of those some of those guys on Penny's first team, Tubby's, uh, you know, his second year team that were very physical in the paint. There I, were a couple I, of them. I, I come to love that team. By the end of the year, lost yeah, a heartbreaker yeah. in the AC tournament here mm-hmm. at FedEx Forum. You know, love Jeremiah, and, and, sure. and but but they bought in as the year went on. These defensive deficiencies, it's been everything. It's been not guarding out at the guard level. Yeah. It's not guarding after they break through the guard level, and it's not protecting the rack. No, it's just been uh, been really poor. And, and like you said, you know, what do you think back? Uh, what was that uh, two games ago uh, when uh, you know Malcolm had all of those blocks, and that was huge. And then you know, turn around this next game, and I think finished with zero blocks against UAB. And so you know. Getting that consistency of a rim protector has just been something mm-hmm. that they've really lacked this year. Clark Kellogg always calls it around the cup at the team. Oh yeah, and, oh, and, I love and, it. And and you, you got to be good there. I mean, it's 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 a. I mean, the 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 goals. You know, it, it's ten feet. The court's uh-huh. ninety four. Free yeah. throw lines fifteen. Yeah, uh, big matters and and sure protecting does. the rim matters. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And so I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jordan Brown and maybe get him off the bench in the first half. See what he gets uh, gives you out there and maybe go with that. I also know we kind of talked about it yesterday. Um, we we asked Dave about it, but you know it sounds like there could be a change in starting lineups. Now, I know Dave said and I completely agree with him. I think the most logical would be bring Tomlin off the bench and, and have him start and move. And he's got to play um, defense. He does. He it does. can't just be on the offensive end for That's him. Right. And it looks like he kind of prefers the offensive <laughs> end, as most do. As, as most do. And, and it seems like, you know, a lot of these guys on this team, and a, and a lot of guys in college basketball right now, prefer offense over defense. But you've got to have a handful of guys that you know. And, and they had that guy in Caleb Mills earlier in the season that you knew was going to be consistently great defensively. And, and they just don't have that in anybody else. I don't know that it did or didn't happen today, but you got to think at some point today or tomorrow even, Chris Beard will tell his guys, I can't get on you. <laughs> we won big in front of the biggest crowd ever here. Sure. We beat our biggest rival. Uh-huh. We gave up 82. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird. We can't do that again. Right. We can't risk that. Right. It's one of those weird, you know, times where you're like, I'm, I'm happy. We won the yeah. game. This was a very, like, down the stretch, had to finish game. 
but also, I mean, 80 points is, uh, yeah. is a lot of points in college basketball. It is tonight. The Tigers are 14 and a half point favorites. They are seven and 13 this year against the point spread. I'm going to take Rice plus the 14 and a half for $30. I say Tigers win 84 72. Um, wow. I, you know what? I'll give them one more shot. I'll give them one more shot at home. I'll take the Tigers with the big line. Um, we're playing at 14 and a half, right? That's correct. Okay, because I saw it. We talked about it before the show. I, I'd seen it at 15 earlier. Didn't love 15, but you give me 14 and a half. Okay. I still don't love it. Um, but you know what? I'm going to give him one more shot. Maybe, you know, light a fire and, and go out there with some intensity against a really bad Rice team. Put them away early. And uh, we're talking about a, you know, a, a 16 point win, 20 point win tomorrow. It's going to be close. How much cash? Oh, that's the question, Brett. Um, You're at 705 for the year. Cow. All right. Give me, give me 25. 25. You'll either be at 730 or you'll be at 680. I hope I'm at 730, Brett. I hope. It's been a bad Johnny year. Hill. It's been a bad year. He's at 670 for the year. Oh, man. He risks 45 on Rice. All right. So both y'all on Rice. So you are ahead of him running for Alumni Association president. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. I mean, I <laughs> You just know. gave your speech. That's right. I mean, that's, that's it. Tigers cover tonight. Uh, that's all I really need, but I'm at 1370. I'll be at 14 Holy or at cow. 1340. It's been a, been a rough year, Tiger bankroll after such a great year last year. I just cannot believe it, but hopefully it's a good night for the Tigers tonight. Like I mentioned, seven o'clock. That game's going to be over on ESPN plus tonight against the Rice. Owls. You're, you're eight and 12 picking this year. I am 10 and 10. Wow, five hundred. Johnny is nine and eleven. Wow, wow. So wow. All right. Well, that's not great for me, but good for you. Sitting five hundred. That's nice. Can't get much. Uh, you know, you'd be better, but hard to be better than five hundred when it comes picking. So, uh, but it should be a fun game tonight. But we need to get to a break, and when we come back, we'll talk some Grizzlies. We'll talk some NBA. That's next on Sports Time. Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. The Grizzlies aren't in action tonight. They're back tomorrow night uh, at home against the Cavaliers. Then Friday, they turn right back around and host the Warriors um, Friday night. So a back-to-back for the Grizzlies. Uh, But they've been off the last couple of days. And, uh, Brett, yesterday we talked about the Lakers and how it's kind of been a struggle for them, especially lately. They were on the road last night uh, against Atlanta. They lost again 138 to 122. They're now 24 and 25 on the season and seven and 17 on the road. They have just really, really struggled in road games. And I think the highlight of the night, there's been a lot of rumors about a trade between the Lakers and the Hawks uh, surrounding around uh, DeJounte Murray. And the latest that came out, kind of update on that trade, was that 
it was kind of the two sides were focusing on DeJounte Murray and in return some pieces including uh, D'Angelo Russell. And so last night D'Angelo Russell stepped up to the free throw line at one point in Atlanta and the entire crowd started chanting, we don't want him, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> well, that's... That was pretty clear. It has been rough out on the road for the Lakers, and they stay on the road tomorrow night in Boston, naturally on national TV, Mm -hmm. the TNT early game, and then on Saturday night, prime time, at Madison Square Garden, and starting tomorrow on, they're going to start playing that game up because the Knicks are hot, and kind of Knicks, New Uh York-centric magic starts to happen, and LeBron James there. And then they they have a one, one more game on the road trip Monday night in Charlotte. So they you know they don't wow. they don't head home until next Tuesday morning, mm. Mm. and that could be after three more losses. Yeah, it's tough, and uh, they just have not played well on the road. Honestly, Brett, they have not played uh, well outside of their in season tournament run. That was when just it really mattered. I mean, one to remember. I mean, there will be stories, there will oh. be books, documentaries. I got the coffee it. table books. Oh, you? already? Wow! I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they had already made them. So that's impressive. Yeah, it's, it was. It, it is impressive. <laughs> Can you still get a DVD? Oh, I, I, I'm sure, Brett. I'm sure somewhere. You know, you go to those channels that are selling Betamax. them. Betamax. They've got the, yeah, the infomercials about them. Yeah. Um, no, that in season tournament. Oh, that got man. you right there in you. Getting spot for sure sports, yeah. sports greatness, isn't uh, it? I sure. I mean, it got me in my feels just watching the it celebration did. and and everything. That in a bubble it. title, that's sure LeBron is, in yeah. LA. That's right. <laughs> that's what. Uh, that's what it has been. So, um, has not been good. Uh, the now, other tomorrow, tomorrow night's game for the Grizzlies. Yeah. That, that game is at seven on a lot of schedules. Yeah. In, in the in the preseason. That was listed as nine o'clock on TNT. Oh, that's right. Well, it's not going to be yeah. for obvious reasons. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the the second game on TNT to, uh, on Thursday night. That's going to be Seventy Sixers at Utah, and the Seventy Sixers are hurting yeah. now with Joel Embiid uh, coming up a little bit gimpy mm-hmm. last night and not playing in Denver on Saturday night. One other spot on the road trip he hadn't played, but. That the game tomorrow night in Memphis is at seven and will be on Valley Sports. Yeah, so that's a, a big nugget. I I completely forgotten that they flexed that game out, and obviously, um, yeah. we know that's going to happen with this team. And it's it's nothing personal against the Grizzlies. It's just they can fall out of injuries. love with you as quickly as they fall in yes, love with you. Yes, they they certainly can. But you mentioned, I mean the. Uh, Kind of the situation going on with the 76ers right now and Joel Embiid coming off uh, his MVP win um, last year. Now we're getting close to that uh, the the 65-game threshold uh, for league awards that a player has to play in. And he's getting very close um, to missing that mark. And it's been Didn't kind play of, in Denver, didn't play in Portland, yeah. didn't play a lot last night. Yeah, so I mean it's, it's something to keep an eye on. And for Embiid, I mean, he has been really good when he's been able to be on the court in this 76ers team, you know, sitting right now at, at 27, or excuse me, 29 and 17. Been playing well, um, but uh, but on the road tomorrow night, uh, that's going to be a tough game in Utah. Utah playing much better than they did at the beginning of the season and kind of making some noise, um, so could be an interesting game. But uh, we do need to get to a break and wrap up this hour. When we come back on the other side to start our second hour, we'll talk SEC, we'll talk some SEC college basketball with Blake Lovell. 